0: and uh, you know as here's what we're learning as your kids uh, grow up they get married and then as a result of marriage um, parents have to make holiday adjustments okay Uh, this year our married children were able to show up uh, last weekend so this past weekend we were able to celebrate Christmas together but the actual you know to, tonight and tomorrow, uh, our married kids are with the in-laws, okay? And that got, that's the first time for us. That just messed us up, man. <laughs> it just messed us up. But you got to make these adjustments. Well, uh, this weekend, as we were sitting around the uh, table having our Christmas dinner, uh, we asked a question of the family and asked them, okay, what was your most special Christmas? What, what uh, special memory do you have about Christmas And, uh, of course, a few things were said, but one of the things that uh, came up in our discussion as we were sharing is they said uh, one of the favorite Christmases that our kids enjoyed was when we kind of had a scavenger hunt. And uh, what we did is we put out clues, okay, little clues that they would uh, find, and then, of course, the next clue would lead them to the next clue and so forth. And then, ultimately, they found the present, okay, okay? Now, that year, we kind of splurged. We, we had to splurge. We weren't going to splurge as much, but we had to splurge, and here's what I mean. Uh, we were going to buy a DVD player for the family, and uh, of course, we had a TV that was outdated, and so the, the new DVD player wouldn't play on it, so we had to buy a TV as well. And so instead of wrapping all those things, we, we hid it in a room. And, of course, then we put together the clues, and we had the scavenger hunt. And, of course, the kids were talking about that this past weekend, and they thought that was a wonderful time as they were hunting for this particular gift. Well, tonight I want to visit the Christmas story with you and look at a few of the Christmas uh, characters in the Christmas story and uh, look at their lives. And what you're going to find here as we look at their, at their lives is that they were kind of on a scavenger hunt as well. Just like the Fiegelberg kids who were uh, looking for that ultimate gift, the DVD player and TV. Well, here in God's Word tonight, in the Christmas story, we see somewhat like a scavenger hunt taking place. And uh, anyhow, a few of the biblical characters that we'll be looking at, they received clues, all right? They received signs about the birth of, of Jesus. And so we're going to take a look at a few of these characters this evening. And so we begin in Matthew chapter 2, and we're going to look at verses 1 and 2, first of all, and then jump to verses 8 through 12. And uh, here we have the three wise men, okay? Uh, The three wise men were kind of on a scavenger hunt, so to speak. Well, let's read about that story. Well, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, During the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. And coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented to him with gifts of gold, of incense, and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. So these men, the wise men, the magi, sometimes we talk to them, or the, the three kings, uh, they were somewhat on a scavenger hunt. And so I have a quick question for you. So what was the Wiseman's clue? What was it that directed them to the ultimate gift? The star. Good, good. All righty. Well, that was an interesting star, and a lot of speculation has been offered as to what this star was. Um, a lot of different uh, people uh, proposed different things. Some say it was the... The planet Jupiter somehow was lined up and reflecting some kind of light that directed the wise men. Uh, some think that maybe the star back then was a comet that uh, gave off light. And some even get a little more sophisticated and say it was at that time when Jesus was born that a number of planets aligned, okay? And it was through this alignment that direction was given to the wise men, okay? Well, that's what the scientific minds are trying to do. They're trying to come up with some kind of an explanation. Well, here, here's what the Christmas story says. Let's, let's just look, 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 look at that once again. Well, after the wise men had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. The science community is looking for a scientific explanation for this amazing phenomenon. Maybe we don't need to find an explanation. Maybe it happened just as the Bible said it happened. Maybe the answer is just simple. God put a star in the sky, and that star went ahead of the wise man and stopped directly over the place where Jesus was. Now, there's going to be speculation, of course. Some are going to argue, oh, no, I don't think that took place. That's fine. But there is a conclusion that we can come to and agree upon. And here's the conclusion. God wanted His Son found. God wanted, Jesus found. Another character in the Christmas story that does not necessarily earn our endearment, because he was a nasty man, that's King Herod. We are told that the wise men first stopped and asked King Herod if he knew the whereabouts of this baby boy that was born king of the Jews. Well, of course, Herod had no idea where this baby was born. But but Herod knew where to get the information. He knew where to get the information. So here's what the Christmas story says. We're looking at Matthew chapter 2 again, this time verse 3 through 6. And as I read this, see if you can determine the clue. King Herod heard this, and he was disturbed. He's disturbed because he's heard that there is a king of the Jews. When he called together all the people's chief priests and the teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this was what was written by the prophet. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. So you have to kind of think a little bit here. What was the clue God gave to direct not only wise men, but people? I mean, they should have known where Jesus was. What was the clue? Where do you Take a, take a shot. It was, well, yeah, the wise men, yeah. But prophecy, remember? They're talking about these chief priests, uh, the, 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 the teachers of the law and all that stuff. They, know, they knew God's word. And they knew that there was a prophecy written down that said that Bethlehem would be the place where the king would be born. Okay? And so God, here's, there's the clue, God had it written down for man. He had it written down. The priests and the teachers of law quoted a prediction that was 700 years prior to Jesus' birth. And that prediction pinpointed the exact place where Jesus would be born. How many of you, when you leave the home, jot down a note quickly informing your husband or your wife or, or the kids where you're going? How many do that? We all do that, don't we? God has done the same thing. He's done the same thing. Here's the conclusion. God wants His Son to be found. God wants His Son to be found. Well, as we continue with the Christmas story, we come to the shepherds, all right? And their story is in Luke chapter 2. Let's take a look at Luke chapter 2. Beginning in verse 8, we read these words. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Did the shepherds receive a clue? What was the clue? It was a baby, wasn't it? In fact, there's kind of three three parts to this clue. Uh, You're going to find a baby. That's part of the clue. All right, and then you're going to find this baby wrapped in cloths, and then lastly, the third part of this clue is this baby is going to be lying in a. Help me out. A manger. Okay. So that I think that's really cool. And I think it's real neat. And here, here's why I say that. Um, he told the shepherds, okay, you're going to find a baby in Bethlehem. Okay, well, there's probably more than one baby, right? And so they're thinking, okay, wh- what, which one, right? And then, of course, God says, well, this baby is going to be wrapped in cloth. Okay, now that's significant. Um, probably... Most likely, babies are wearing some kind of little uh, jumper, right? Maybe not back then, but they're probably wearing something different. And so God says, it's going to be a little unusual, but you're going to find this baby in cloths. And of course, the, the trump card is, you're going to find this baby lying in a manger, okay? Again, God pinpoints it, man. The Lord gives us the clues, And why is he doing this? Why is he giving all these clues? Because he wants Jesus to be found. He wants him to be found. And it's interesting, as we looked at these characters in the story, that they represent, I mean, segments of humanity, I think. For example, the wise men, okay, the wise, the well-to-do, okay, Those who seem to have it together, God says, they need to find Jesus, right? And then we looked at Herod. Who's Herod? Well, Herod, he kind of represents those who are disturbed. Those who maybe are hurting, uh, maybe confused. They're, They're searching. They're looking for answers. God wants those types of people to find Jesus as well. And of course, then we talked about the shepherds, and you've probably heard this before. The shepherds are considered kind of the low class, okay, all right, Um, those who aren't doing real well in society, that's the way they thought. So what we see here with this Christmas story is that God also wants those who are in need, who maybe don't have it all together, who, who are financially struggling, uh, who who aren't like the neighbors at all, financially speaking. They're just different. God wants those individuals to find His Son as well. Okay? You see, Christmas is about God making a way for us to find Jesus. That's what it's about. And he wants you to find Jesus. That's the good news. He wants us all to find Jesus. And no doubt, there are clues that have come into your life. Maybe clue number one, I'm I'm just going to take a shot here. I'm going to say maybe clue number one tonight, the fact that you are here might be one of the clues that God has plopped in your lap because he wants you to find his son. Okay. Or maybe. Maybe God has brought a different clue. Maybe it's someone in your family. Or even a close friend. This family member. Or this close friend. Uh, you've been watching and observing. And they're a little bit different. Not in a bad way. But they are different. Maybe. That is God's clue. For you. Find Jesus. You know, God is so creative and God is so awesome. He's probably got a million clues in his pocket, so to speak, that he wants to use on mankind. I say that because I would like you to be looking, to be listening. What clue is God? giving you that he wants you to use to find Jesus because if we don't find Jesus Christmas is just a holiday a holiday with really no meaning a holiday that's void of substance But when you find that ultimate gift Jesus Christ this eve tomorrow Christmas day has a complete different meaning. Have you found Jesus? Have the signs the clues have they led you To the Savior, embrace that clue. Embrace that sign and give Christ your life. That's what Christmas is all about. Let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we do thank you so much for your Son, Jesus. And Lord, you didn't come in secrecy. You didn't come trying to avoid mankind. Rather, Lord, you came giving signs, giving clues so that all of mankind would find your Son. And finding your Son is so essential, so important. For it's through finding your Son, we find forgiveness of sin. We find meaning in life. And we receive the greatest gift of all, which is life eternal in the presence of the Almighty. Thank you for Christmas. And we pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen.